Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And tonight we're going to talk about Thanos. Pretty big Thanos. deal. Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, God of War. T-Hanos. 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 And the Marvel Cinematic Universe version. We can't talk about the comic book version because it doesn't apparently count. And <laughs> they neutered him. Totally neutered. We have not seen the movie. No nuts. No nuts on this one. I've seen the production art. You see no, that test no, art? The test art on the Wikipedia? It just it, No, it was just a big, <laughs> like, shaved, like, Ken doll no. thing. Like, if, you know, you couldn't even give this poor guy balls. He just has a bump. <laughs> he's, got, he's got what's going on on his chin. Yeah, right there. Just That's what like, it is. Yeah, it's just bad. shriveled. It's horrible. Where he should have stuff. It's unfortunate. <laughs> um, so, in the comic book version, like, you know, he worships death, and, you know, his mom, as soon as he was born, his mother was like, Fuck kill it, you. kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, you know. <laughs> and uh, they had to sedate her or whatever, and then eventually he winds up torturing his mother and murdering her. In just, a brutal just, fashion. In a really, yeah, he literally straps her down and dissects her while mm-hmm. she's still alive. Terrible. Um, it's pretty rough, but, <laughs> you know. And then he's worshipping death. He wants to kill, his motivation in the, in the comic book universe is that he wants to kill half the universe or just as many people as he can, to impress death. Yeah. And it never works. And it will never work. It works for like a half a second. She's yeah. like, oh? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, she's like, no, nah, no, nah, oh. you're egotistic. Because <laughs> um, he gets his hands on the Infinity Gems. He actually gets his hands on a cosmic cube first. Yeah. And then gets tricked into believing the cube doesn't work. And then, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's the history of him in the comic book universe is ridiculous. He always gets a ton of power. And then sabotages himself. Somehow. Like he blows it completely. Yeah, he blows it. He winds up losing. Like even he has, he has Infinity Gauntlet. He could do anything he wants. And then he winds up losing it. Mm-hmm. And in the comic books, Adam Warlock calls him out on it and says, Look, you possess the Soul Stone. Like, the Mind Gem. The Mind Gem is Soul Stone. I think it was a Soul Stone. I think it was a Soul Stone. Yeah. And he says, So I looked into your soul. You know you're not worthy of that power. Yeah. That's why you always lose because you subconsciously sabotage it and make it possible. Right. For you. He's like, I seen. Yeah. Like I know you more than you know yourself. Exactly. Like, and Thanos just... is like, fuck you, fuck. Oh, yeah. you're right. I mean, it's like <laughs> exactly. All right, you know. But that doesn't matter because we're not talking about that cool dude. We're not talking about the cool dude who like slaughtered. Totally punches through his dad. And... Dude, yeah, just all this stuff. No, we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thanos. It was a completely different person. Totally, 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 totally. They, they eliminated all talk of death. He's not into death. Yeah, Mestra's death is not a thing. Doesn't exist. And from what I've read, I haven't seen the movie yet. Neither is, is Mike. We nope, two days sp- away. Spoiler free. This is spoiler totally free. Totally spoiler free. Yeah. Just what we know off of trailers and, and, of course and the history basic of, knowledge. Yeah, and, of who he is because we're yeah. comic book nerds. Yeah. Um, he's... Still obsessed with killing half the universe, but in the apparently in the cinematic universe, it's because he thinks there's an overpopulation problem in the in a big one too. Yeah, like so like he, he thinks that there's going to be a world-ending event on a universal mm-hmm. scale. So he's if he thinks he thinks basically if he gets the gems, he can kill half of half the universe. You know, it'll, well maybe not half, of, but basically eliminate enough people to, to balance the scales. Up, yeah, because he thinks there's an overpopulation. Which is ridiculous. It's like when your hard drive's full and you gotta like take out all the shit you never exactly. needed for the past year. And in his in his mind, most people are like, I think their idea was sound. You know, mm-hmm. if that's his motivation, that's cool. I would have preferred them to keep Mistress Death 
uh, you know, like in their back pocket, like as a fun character. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand they did an interview with Kevin Feige and all those guys, and they were like, "Look, we tossed around the idea mm-hmm. of introducing Mistress Death, keeping that storyline going, but you know, it's a two-hour movie, yeah. and they already have all these interactions going on, and then to introduce a new character." That and give her explanation oh, yeah. for the people that aren't comic nerds. Exactly, you're introducing this character who's basically a specter of death. Yeah, who's wearing a she's you know uh, a female figure wearing a robe with a skull face. So she's basically a skeleton wearing yeah. a robe. And to make people give a crap about her or understand her motivation would take too much extra work. They, they simply decided not to like cut back in screen time for the actors and for a fun movie. You know. And then introduce this other character, which would, you know, especially you know, I get it. I after get it. they just introduced Hela, who's the goddess of death, which exactly. would confuse a lot of casual fans. Exactly. I mean, Hela and, well, basically any of the gods of death. Yeah. Whether it's Pluto from uh, uh, the Olympian gods, which mm-hmm. we have yet to see, you know, Hercules and all them. Uh, oh, Hercules, 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 Hercules. Hercules would be neat. Hercules and Zeus and all that. Yeah, I mean, they all, their realms, their, their little hells or whatever, are like sub, sub-realms of other hells, but they mm-hmm. all fall under death's purview. So they yeah. all have to, they, like, she's the boss. Right. No matter what. It's her empower that, uh, like, yeah. empowerment. Well, basically lets them do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, in the comic books, there's, um, uh, no, actually, I think it was Loki, actually, that convinced, um, not Lucifer, who the hell is it in the comic books? Mephisto. Comics? Mephisto, thank yep. you. I'm yep. not as big of a nerd as I thought I was. But he basically convinces Mephisto to give up a certain portion of his re- his realm to allow the Asgardian version of Hell to exist there. Mm. So it's kind of an interesting take, and it's like whatever you believe, that's where you go when you die. I mean, if you're Asgardian, you don't wind up in the Christian Hell; you wind up in the Asgardian Hell. Yeah, you Muspelheim. know, things like that. Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. So it's, <laughs> so it's cool. There's different, but it's still, even then, it all falls under. Death, like she is still, she's a physical embodiment of death, you know, mystical embodiment of death in the whole universe. She's existed since the beginning of time. Yeah. She and Galactus and the Phoenix Force are three of the things that existed at the birth of this new universe. So it's kind of interesting. I think there might be another one that existed. I mean, obviously eternity and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. But all these other elders in the universe and aspects of different parts of reality yeah. kind of came into play after. Which is kind of cool. So, but, but you get to, to explain all that. Yeah, they totally left it out so they don't have to explain exactly. it. Exactly. They can redo after this little Avengers mm-hmm. series and get into that shit a lot more, I think. Because, you know, they jump starting with something like Iron Man, Yeah. the scope is nowhere near cosmic level. No. And being that Guardians was the first movie to reach out to cosmic level mm-hmm. we're already getting to crazy levels with something like infinity war and they, they already said they're not going to introduce the fantastic four yeah or anybody like the that x-men x-men that's um, not happening in this yeah. current iteration yeah so after avengers 4 um well feige said it'll be a handful of years after uh the deal goes through exactly the deal doesn't go through till next year which and he, means, and he already said it's not going to happen in, in like the current Avengers run with these yeah, actors. It's yeah. not going to happen. Like we're we're waiting until like twenty twenty four before we even see mm-hmm. a, a true iteration of it. Like we might see a character here, a character there, a reference, never a casting. Well, the Deadpool movie, they said they went back and shot a scene, mm-hmm. a secret a secret scene in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and you got to wonder: is it Thanos? 
Is it that? You know, funny. Dude, if Fox just like was like, okay, Marvel, do it because like, hey. they knew well, it'll draw, it'll draw a ton of people. Oh, big too. time! If people hear the rumor that he's in that movie, even at the mm-hmm. tail end, you know, cable fighting Thanos for yeah, like three seconds, or, or him just coming up and going, "I heard you were talking about," you know, stuff like that. It'd be, it'd be funny, right? You know, but I have a feeling more likely it'll be a character from the Deadpool comics or like. X Force or something. It might even be like, for all we know, it could be like Sasquatch or something. Right. From, you know, hell, let's just have James McAvoy <laughs> roll up in a wheelchair and say, "What's up?" Yeah, like, it could be what it is. It could be something like that where he's like, "You, you were in my chair. It smells like you clean it." Right. You know, like, <laughs> you know. But I mean, Cranky I have a feeling. X. I, I think it'd be funny if it was Patrick Stewart. You know, personally, just like him rolling up in the chair and just staring. Too bad at he him. retired like completely. He from said it, he'd though. come back though. He said he. Well, he, he, he said he said he'd come, come back. back when Wolverine was like, "I'll come back if they do Avengers." He was like, "Yeah, you know." Come to think of it, you know, if they wanted to do it, I'd be there. But like, <laughs> they ain't doing it, and I'm so sad. But he's such a beautiful man. I love him so much. He really is. He's so good. Patrick Stewart's a gem. He's great. Secret Wars. Marvel's supervillains are coming. Secret Wars. Can the Marvel superheroes stop them? Marvel supervillains and superheroes figures each sold separately. Here, Doctor Doom and the Doom Platoon. Magneto, Doctor Octopus. There, Captain America and the Champions of Freedom. Spider-Man and Wolverine. Secret Wars. The secret's out. Doctor Doom and Spider-Man. The Marvel Secret Wars collection. Other figures each sold separately. From Mattel. Yeah, freaking... But Thanos. Back to Thanos. Back to Thanos, yes. Tangents. Tangent cast. Big time. Um, he's the last... One of the last sons of Alars. He's mm-hmm. uh, the, he's basically the ruler of the second colony of Eternals on Titan. Um, but he's the um, the deviant he, Yeah, of well, the, that's the thing. The that's, the, that's the weird thing, because... Okay, Thanos... This is the deal with Thanos, everybody. Listen tight. Papa Steve's going to tell you a story. <laughs> he's going to tell you a story. Um... In the Marvel Universe, um, the Celestials were these godlike beings that would create, basically, to, in order to procreate, because they were comprised pretty much of pure energy, um, they had to encapsulate their, their, they would mix the energies together of, of both of them, you know, like, like if two Eternals wanted to procreate, their energies would mingle, but it would die right away if it wasn't allowed to mature. In order to mature, it required vibranium. Mm. And what they would do is they would put their energy in the core of a planet, surround that surround the energy with a core of vibranium, and then allow thing, beings to develop on that planet that could defend the egg. Okay, so planets populated by a viable base species that have the basically the minds capable um, to evolve are cultivated. Mm-hmm. Um, 100 specimens are evolved into Eternals, while another 100 specimens are turned into Deviants, with the former being created to be more powerful well, the latter cre- created to breed more efficiently and prodigiously. Um, the Celestials then leave their specimens on their own devi- to their own devices, and after 19 cosmic cycles, the tested planets are chosen for destruction. Um, the energy from the base species is harvested and channeled uh, into a fulcrum, and basically if the planet's aggregate energy signature is consistent with the Eternals, the life force will be transferred to the Celestials before being sent to the fulcrum. It uses they use it to feed the egg that's in the center of the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the Eternals left Earth uh, from their from the Eternals that were created on Earth. Um, some settled on the moon. Oh no, I take that back. <laughs> uh, the uh, Saturn's moon of Titan, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that actually became Thanos' race. Uh, 
the problem is, is sometimes a deviant gene still activates in some of them, and it had never happened before, but it did happen in Thanos. And as a byproduct, his skin was purplish, thicker, high, deformed, deformed and-, um, and he just looked completely different from everybody else. And of course, he got teased as a child, tormented, bullied, and shit. you know, bullied. Knowing his mother wanted to kill him didn't help either. Right. Um, That's but what triggered him. You know, so basically, and that's the thing. So Thanos, all of those, you know, basically, all of the Eternals, all of his race, owe themselves, owe their lives to the Celestials. Yeah. And I'm sure Thanos realizes this because he's extremely intelligent. You know, he's been out, you know, amongst the galaxy. Whereas, I don't know if his family even really exists in this universe still. I think we're gonna find out. They're probably di- well, they're probably long dead if Titan is like annihilated. Because he supposedly killed... Well, he kills... He destroys well, in the Titan. comics, he yeah. kills them. Like, yeah. he straight nukes the entire population. Yeah. Um, in this, he was trying to save them after he was cast out. It's really... It's a different take. It's like he, he pulled a Tony Stark and tried, uh, tried fixing things before they went bad. And the rumor of his plan is that it was um, basically population control. Kill, let's kill like these these villages real quick, and people were like, "No, we're not fucking killing our own people." So then Thanos was banished for even having such ridiculous ideas. Mm. And while he's out there, the fucking planet annihilates, and he's the only survivor. Like he's the mm. sole survivor because they banished him. So then he comes back and he's like, "Well, shit! Like I told them this was gonna happen. I couldn't save them." So, well, now I'm going to save the rest of the galaxy. And that's where his motive comes in. If I could have did this for my planet, they would have survived. I can do this for the rest of the galaxy. All I need is these stones. So that's where his goal comes into line. So removing death, they they made his goal more about saving the universe mm-hmm. while killing half of it. Like, like it's, it's, uh, it's the, so- you know, the road to... Um, hell paved with good intentions, and that's crap. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I mean, I'm gonna, they, they do that so often. I'm gonna call that right characters. now because that's that's bullshit. You know, he's a crazy evil motherfucker. You know, like in in the comics. Oh, I'm sure the, he'll still be evil. But in the comics, he literally he impregnated like a bunch of different women, and then went around and killed all those women and their children. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a monster, which I didn't like in the comics either. Like anything involving child, yeah. kids being killed, pisses me off. I mean, these like babies and shit, but um. It's, it's really, really brutal weird. for the sake of being brutal. Exactly, you know. But he's and he's crazy too. He's, he literally is the Mad Titan in this universe. So that it seems like they're they're dumb. That aspect down. is like he's just like he's just known. Like he's infamous, but yeah. we don't know what for. I know, and it's just kind of weird. I mean, he's obviously not like. I mean, this is crazy. definitely going to be the movie for him to show and prove why he is the Mad Titan. Oh yeah, I'm sure, but. It's just like everybody in the galaxy in the in like the bigger scope has just an overlying knowledge of hey that's Thanos you don't want to mess with him yeah, he's but crazy. there's no real like evidence of what he does so it makes it tough to even think about why he is the way he is um, like we don't see that interaction with him and his mom we don't see that interaction with him and his dad. We don't see the bullying when he's a kid. And they, I'm pretty sure they said they took the origin story out of this movie because it would have been too long um, of a movie. Like, they said that Thanos did have an origin story at first in this movie. And they took it out. And uh, it would have... I think it would have added a lot 
if they do like a director's cut and add that, it'll be pr probably one of the greatest director's cuts ever done. Now they just, I mean, they're they're taking the cinematic approach. They can't tell a story about they don't or they don't want to tell a story about a character like Death when she has no buildup and the only reference of death we have is Hella. And characters don't die. Characters just don't die. The only character, like there's probably only 10 characters in the MCU that have really died. In 10 years and 18 movies, about 10 people have died. That's true. People That's like weird. Quicksilver, fucking Coulson, who came back, but fucking, like very small portions of people have died. That's really true, you're right. So I mean, uh, like a concept of a character like death, you gotta wonder, like, if, if Thanos ever gets to a point of doing a snap, how many of these characters are really just gonna vanish? Like, or are none of the heroes gonna vanish, and we're just gonna watch the population of Earth dwindle, while the heroes gotta deal with the fact that they're still alive and the rest of the world is fucking disappearing? I have a feeling that what they're probably gonna wind up doing with this, and I think I've said this before, is that... You know, these actors, a lot of these actors want to get out of these roles now. They've mm. got to the point where they're, they're not coming back. Robert's fine. Well, yeah. I For mean, a long time he wasn't, but now he's like, I, I'm cool with this role. But Chris Evans just announced Chris he's Evans done. is like, no. You know, I mean... Hemsworth know. wants to do a Thor 4, though. That's cool. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. But eventually these guys... I mean, the only one I, I could see really sticking with it would be the Spider-Man kid because he's so young. He's really young, so you know? he can do it all the way into his 40s shit. He can exactly. do Spider-Man for forever. So, I have a feeling that what they're going to wind up doing is using that the the reality gem and all these you know the gems. Basically, at the end, there will be a snap, but I don't know if it'll be Thanos. It won't be it. the infamous. I don't think it'll be the infamous take out half the world snap. I think he will have a good chunk of the stones, and mm -hmm. he's going to do a snap for a different purpose, and that's going to be the change. And I think they're going to have different actors come in to take these roles. You know, so it's it's a way of like. You know, okay, well, Cap, you know, yeah, reality's changed completely, so this is what Captain America actually looks like now. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have a different actor in there. Right. And they'll have like his mom was different, so he looks different. Mm -hmm. or, you know, like small sh changes like that. Exactly. And I think that's probably what they're going to wind up doing, because it's a nice way of, of I still keeping it going without um, making it too, like, obvious that, okay, well, these actors are retiring. This is still Captain America, kids. You know, look at this. But this way they can actually restart that whole universe. Still have these other actors and stuff in their roles. You know, if Benedict Cumberbatch wants to come back and do, you know, freaking Doctor Strange and stuff, he doesn't have to worry about not being able to do it because they've changed the universe or they're ending that particular oh, yeah. run. Yeah. They'll just have, they'll have Doctor Strange and then they'll have Spider-Man and then they'll have a different guy playing Captain America, right. a different guy playing Thor, because the universe kind of altered around him a little bit. There's, is, there's a lot of moments probably won't work where... <laughs> See, there's a lot of moments with characters like Cap where they point to, like, another character taking up the mantle. They've pointed to Falcon potentially taking up the mantle. They've pointed to Bucky taking up the mantle multiple times. Even in uh, First Avenger, when Cap, uh, like, doesn't have the shield, but Bucky has it, and he's mm -hmm. fucking running through the train with it. Like, and then in uh, Winter Soldier, the f like, the first time Steve really runs into him, he's, like, chasing him out of... Uh, uh, Fury's apartment, he throws the shield at him, he catches it, like, there's a lot of them moments where you're like, damn, Bucky really could be the next Cap. Then in Civil War, all three Cap movies have a moment where Bucky is holding that shield. And in Civil War, he's fighting with it. Like, he's actually, like, 
hoping. The, the thing is, is anytime they've done that in the comics, it's it doesn't last. Doesn't, it doesn't end well because people don't want that. People I want think people Steve, want this though. But yeah, you know, this is one where I think people would want it. I don't know, man. People want Steve Rogers to be Captain America. There's a certain nostalgia for it. And you can introduce a new Captain America, but after that generation of kids kind of gets used to it or whatever and kind of moves on, mm-hmm. the next generation is going to want Steve Rogers' Captain America. Cause that's oh, no, they know. can definitely do that. Yeah. I just think while, while Chris Evans is doing his whole, like, I'm done bid, you know, yeah, have, uh, have, have Bucky just take on the role. That's a, it'd be Cap, interesting. Cap, Cap dies and Bucky takes on the role. So when it comes time for that crossover... You kind of push Sebastian Stan as an actor off of the movies, you know? Just, like, have him either die off or have him agree to just go away. And then you you redo. You just do another Steve Rogers. And, yeah, and kick, and kick back. Do another one. Get a young kid. Like, have him play a... I mean, a kid that can play it for a long time. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe 26, 25. Like... Young enough to be Cap, buff enough to be Cap. <laughs> yeah, um, but not looking too old, because you don't like you can't have like the actor be too old, because then you're only going to get ten years out of him. Like you, you're getting Chris Evans for ten years. You want to be able to have the dude for fifteen years, so you can do this character building that they're doing right now. It's too much for these actors' lifespans. Um, but yeah, just have. Have Winter Soldier take over after Cap dies in Avengers 3 or 4, whichever one he dies in. And then, yeah, Bucky takes over, or Falcon takes over. Either way, they both, they like, both characters have done it. Both characters have been successful Captain Americas. They both know how to hold the shield. They both know how to do their own shit on their own. They're both, like, running shit on their own as, like, leaders. It's just a matter of which one they pick. But when it comes time to do it, they can't bow out of having a Steve Rogers. Unless they, like, decide Falcon's just too fucking good as Captain America and the, the audiences love him. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, I mean with the comics, the, the fans were like, no. Well, that's the thing. is that, you know, Movie universe is going to be totally different. The problem is, is when you try to get too, like, you know, let's, let's try something different. Let's try something. Let's do something... But, you know, there's absolutely no reason this guy can't do this role. There's no reason that the, the guy can't look like this. Well, yeah, there's a perfectly good reason, because that's not the fucking character. Well, yeah, but, you know? I mean, now we're going on, like, 20 years of the first time another character picked up the cap role. It's been a long time of other people picking up that shield. And it just doesn't work good, though. When, when well, in the comics, though, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like Feige and Marvel, Disney, they're not going to think with what the comics did. They're going to think with... Damn, people really like Bucky in the role. People really like Falcon in the role. People really like this guy in the role. And then once they see what makes the most money, Disney's going to be like, cash in on that. Yeah. And that's what's going to push it. I could see them going the Falcon route just because of this new age of inclusion that we're in. Yeah. And because Falcon has been capped for some time in the comics. And it hasn't been thrown out. He's still, like, a prevalent cap in some comic runs right now. My problem is more so when you create an entirely new character and fill the role. Oh, like yeah. Sam Wilson was a was Falcon for a long time. Oh fuck yeah. Bucky was Winter Soldier for a long time. Yeah, it's great. 
and then they jump into that role. Like, it's just like when you see Iron Man jump into Dr. Doom's shoes, you're like, wow, that's ridiculous. But if he were if he were a Mexican character, you wouldn't be like, damn, that's a Mexican taking on this white dude's role. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's just the character taking on the character's role. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, I just think when it comes time, Marvel's going to make the choice with their wallets more than anything. Well, and that's kind of expected. Yeah. You know, you're going to see that happen. I mean, with a character like Thanos, it's more like, um, well, first of all, we can't get too R-rated. We got to keep it PG-13. And yeah. Thanos' background is like 80% R-rated. <laughs> yeah. like, he killed his mom. He killed 17 people and then finally killed He had his, his mom, mom in some questionable clothing when he killed her, too. She was like... She just her under. That's, that's the artist. She was some that. pretty crazy lines. That's the artist right. that drew that comic. That right. dude is fucked up well, in the head. Most, most artists are fucked up in the head. That's why they make good artists. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, realistically. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they got to omit so much. Plus... Uh, from what I just read about Feige and how he goes about things, like he's he was like, you know, I'd love to do, you know, Secret Wars. I'd love to do the invasion, all that. I'd love to do uh, Civil War Two, even go, go, like revisit it with new characters. Oh yeah. Um, but with something like Gauntlet or like the Quest, like yeah. I I can't with a good conscience do it exactly to the comics because I know if I do that, then there's going to be a lot of people complaining. That I that I just copy pasted. That well, like you don't want that, but yeah, people want. You don't want to know the ending. Like yeah. they, they say they want it, but if you know the ending, that movie's gonna be real boring. Real exactly, quick. and it'll be something that they'll just download, and not actually go right. see. Right, they'll just be like, oh well, yeah. that was the movie. That's the book I read. That's exactly what it was. And he was like, I don't want that. I want you to go to the theater and have a thrilling experience of, oh shit, what if they do this? What yeah. if they do that? And he was like, that's, you know, that's why it's, like, important that we keep the movie universe separated from the comics so that you are on your toes as a fan. Yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. You know? I mean, they're not going to make Jane Foster fucking Thor. No, because Natalie know. Portman's like, fuck all that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they could recast. They could recast. They could. But, you know, and we've, we've talked about this before. Uh-huh. Uh, we were talking about this on the drive over here. We're actually in Chicago now. Yeah. Um, oh, now because I'm, uh, I'm old and... It's 9.47, Stanford Grandpa goes, um, <laughs> shut your mouth. Hey, this is Paul Ritchie, and you're listening to Don't Feed After Midnight. But the rules don't apply to me. Feed me anytime. We were talking about how they never introduced the Enchantress in any of the Thor movies, Avenger never. movies, nothing. It's like she doesn't exist, which I thought was kind of a weird she character. she doesn't. Yeah, she does. She does A doesn't. weird character to leave out. She's like this goddess of mischief. And like she's uh, just like Loki as a chick, basically, yeah. But she's a goddess of illusions. That could be why, but they didn't yeah, include her. That could be why she's just Loki as a chick, you know. But they also like Sif disappeared. Oh yeah, and they never explained they what what Loki say, did or whatever she did. And she was there at the end of the Thor movie. At the end of Dark World, when Loki took power, she was there in and Asgard. Magically now, and then now she's, she's not. and then like a year later after the events of Age of Ultron, yeah. she's nowhere to be found, and nobody cares. Yeah, Thor didn't ask one question. It's like she's like somebody erased her from their collective memories. Yeah, you've just been erased. So you gotta wonder, was that Odin before? Because he knew he was dying. Was it Odin just going, you know what? I'm gonna put an ace in the hole and I'm gonna hide her somewhere. Right. I'm gonna stick her on Earth or a Niflhelm or somewhere where with with a wiped memory so she doesn't know who she is. Mm-hmm. And then about ten years from now, I'm gonna have her wake up and right. remember who she is. And then she becomes a prominent character. Exactly, yeah. And Because Thor doesn't have a wife. Right. 
he's going to have to pick an Asgardian wife. They're not going to let him pick a human wife because you know, it's just not. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, suppose like that, like she comes back. You know, for you, I feel like story. Valkyrie's the move for him. I think Valkyrie doesn't really like men. I think she's bi. I, I think she's know. bi as fuck because that look she gave him in Ragnarok was really like, uh, yeah. eh, we're kind of we're kind of having a connection here. And then whoever was whoever was walked in and they were like, never mind. <laughs> it could be. They had like a two second moment. I was like, oh. Plus Tessa Thompson is hot. Oh yeah, I like the Tessa as goats uh, Twitter That's fan funny. page. If you guys haven't seen that, you need to go on there. It's it, it's Tessa as goats on Twitter and it's hilarious. It's, and she's behind it. She's fine. She's she loves goats, so she's a hundred percent behind this <laughs> this fan page or whatever. And it's just pictures of Tessa Thompson. And then pictures of a goat that looks just like her, and that like, like <laughs> they'll have like a goat that has a certain color uh, to its like fur, standing in a green field, and then they'll have her wearing a green de- green dress with her hair the same color as the goat, standing in front of a movie premiere. It's really funny. But back to Thanos, because we went off on a tangent again. Always um, tangent. That's what we're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, I I am kind of glad that they went a different route with how he acts I just think it's kind of bullshit in a way that they're not going to delve into some of the past stuff they shouldn't they should mm-hmm. go with his backstory his backstory should be at least addressed if they're going to yeah. change it at least address it because you can't just leave him how he is I mean maybe they will in the movie maybe they will we haven't seen it or but. maybe they will in the in the like the deleted scenes or like the this is what should have made the director's cut and and like we this is our true backstory for him that we couldn't show in the movie but I if they don't show it in the movie, they gotta show it on the disc. And if they don't show it on the disc, they gotta show it in the next movie. It's gotta be in there. Yeah, because you can't just introduce him as he stands mm-hmm. and just leave it at that. Because and, right I mean, now he just seems like an intergalactic warlord. Well, something it. I didn't think about. If Gamora has to explain her father to them yeah. all once Thor comes through and like shows up and yeah. changes the whole range of things they're trying to do, yeah. then at that moment, it's... It's almost too easy for her to just explain. My father came from this. He was like this. He came to my planet and he did this because of this. It'd be a good scene, a little and, scene. And that would be a good reason for them to dive into his backstory somewhat. Like he was all ruling of his army, and he he took them everywhere, and he did this, and he did that. He conquered, and you know, I mean, not like on a crang conqueror level, but like <laughs> crang. You say crang. Yes. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Crank. Yes. But. Shredder! Why haven't you completed my new body? Oh, but I have! That'd be funny. <laughs> oh my god, why? I can't believe you went there. That's awesome. I mean, he is a big fat bitch. He's, a, <laughs> he's just a brain instead of a robot body. But he's fat. He's a, he's a brain. How can he be fat? But the body's fat. The body's supposed to be fat because the brain is huge. It's a blob. You don't know. <laughs> you look like the bad guy from Popeye the but movie. But, like... Look it up, folks. You could easily, like, tell his backstory in, like, five minutes of Gamora telling the story. Or at least from her perspective, what she saw and what he told her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be better than never talking about it. I mean, her they saying my father it. was, like, feared and this and that. And it's just sh- not enough. It's not enough. It, oh, no, it's not enough. I mean, they, have, they also haven't done a backstory with Drax, really, either. No, they've, they've, really, none of the Guardians have a backstory besides Peter. 
Rocket, yeah. we have no clue who or what was experimenting on him in the movie universe. Exactly. The comics, they flesh it all out. I mean, he had his own series and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a whole... Him race. and Groot and how they became such great friends. Yeah. And Think of it the next Guardians movie. Yeah. Backstory Central. Just nothing but just backstory. backstory. They're all young as shit. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, my te- God. Just teenage Groot all over again. <laughs> just... Just being all moody. <laughs> that is funny. So, but I mean, Thanos' backstory is a good thing to throw in there. They have to, they have to talk about how crazy he is, though. But the thing is, you can't go too far into that before you start running into the problem of talking about Lady Death. Yeah, you got to talk about death when you talk about Thanos. They're literally hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So this Thanos has got to be different enough that you can't fall back on that yeah. at all. Because yeah. he doesn't worship death. But yeah. then but then how do you do it? You know, like, how do you, you know, provide yeah. a backstory his, his that's whole, his worthy? Whole, his whole catalyst is is balance. Uh, just balance. That's his, that's his whole catalyst. If he wants to balance the universe, the gauntlet is the method. But that's lame. Yeah, but... I don't know. It's, it's his goal. Yeah, but I don't he know. he believes in saving lives, and the way to saving lives is end half of it. It's like they're neutering the character a bit. It's almost it's like having Superman been giving him like half of his powers. Well, see, like, but, he can't fly. But but Thanos jump. was killing for no reason in the comics. Well, no, he it was like I mean, death. but uh, but and I'm saying was, like that's like literally no reason if he knows it's not going to work. But he doesn't. That's the thing. He's also crazy. Well, in the comics, but, like the thing but, is, that she but did he or didn't he? Because if he knew he was gonna fail and he just kept doing it, that that lines up with Adam Warlock saying, "You knew you were gonna fail the whole time, so you just kept on forcing it." Well, but the thing is, is though, he's also insane. You know? Oh <laughs> yeah, really he no absolutely is. He's a, he's mad titan. I mean, <laughs> in his name. Yeah, but like he, uh, his desire to uh, impress death, like, has always been a big deal. You know, like. It's literally his most of his motivation. Even when she proves that she's not interested and she doesn't give a shit, mm-hmm. then it becomes a spite thing. Like, he's going to become more powerful than death yeah. and kill more people than death ever possibly could. Mm-hmm. You know, then he gets over and wants to impress her again. You know, because he falls in and out of love. Yeah, like, most relationships, there's... I feel know. like making Thanos a simp is a good and a bad thing, though. I mean, if, he's, if it's all over a chick, it's kind of like... Really, dude? You got all this power and you're still tripping over a chick? That's true for most of history. And it's not even like a real chick, though. But that's true for most of history. What do you think? I mean, like... It's not really a chick, though. It's like a... She's a pile of bones in a hoodie. The female embodiment, though. It's like it's it's a desire. It's not even a sexual desire. It's just uh, an emotional desire, you know. But, but, yeah, I think it's a good and a bad thing. A lot of civilizations have been brought down because of a love of a man for a woman. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know... I mean, Antony and Cleopatra and all that crap. Right. Like, you know, she'd, like, rule his world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you look at, like, you know, but they, uh, what, you know. I mean, like, someone like Thanos with the power to literally end millions and millions of lives instantly. What what approval do you need at that point? Why not just kill death? Well, he always does. He always wants approval. He always wants to oppress people. And that's you know. why he'll die. That's, well, well, not die, but that's why he'll be, he'll be beat easily in the fourth movie. You'll think it's like a total end of everything at the end of the third movie. And then the fourth movie, he's going to be total like, Aha, I am the ruler of everything. And then the Avengers are going to be like, Yeah, we got this side plot that we've been running for like a full like, three hours. And uh, you just lost, bud. And he's like, 
oh, <laughs> and then he's going to be like, damn it, I built this awesome statue of myself, and I don't even get to revel in it. Yeah, right. Now i got to go back to farming. Fuck. <laughs> he's going to be just big scarecrows. <laughs> just big scarecrow. That was funny. Thanos. I like at the end of the, the, at the end of the Infinity Gauntlet, um, maybe the Infinity War comic book, mm-hmm. um, you've got Thanos, like, they, they pan to, like, a, a field of wheat or something on some mm-hmm. unknown planet, and there's... He's literally... Literally, his armor is a scarecrow. He's, he uses yeah. his armor as a <laughs> scarecrow. So He's sitting outside the house um, in just regular, like, pants and a, and a t-shirt. He's just waiting for Adam Warlock to come because he knows he's going to come, but he's contemplating life and everything. You know, Warlock arrives and he goes, so you're finally here. And Warlock goes, well, you knew I'd come. He right. Goes, he goes, well, yeah, because I saw it, you know, when I had the gems. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's kind of fading now. The power of the gems fades, mm-hmm. you know. And, but you knew you were going to come here the whole time. As soon as you put on the Infinity Gauntlet, you knew it was going to happen. Adam, and Adam goes, well, yeah, his, you know, time is a repeating loop to me now. Yeah. You know, nothing surprises me. It's all Nothing in this universe changes. It ends and starts again, it ends and starts mm-hmm. again, and it's the exact same thing over and over and over again. That's so cool. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think this movie's going to deal with time a lot, though, because... I think so, too. From recent trailers... Uh, well, the first couple trailers, you know, the, the main ones... They were just trailers, like clips, and that was really all you had to pay attention to. This last uh, video, like, like it was just a TV spot. Um, they show, like, maybe two more clips um, and whatever. But in the background, the whole time, you hear a clock ticking. And it's really different for most Marvel things. They don't usually do stuff like that. They usually just play their theme music, show the action cuts, that's it. This one's very quiet. You hear voices and a clock ticking in the background, and it's very suggestive that time is a key factor in this movie. And especially since Doctor Strange has the time stone, I feel like that's going to play a massive part of this movie. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, who knows? They might just he might Thanos might come and kill everybody, like literally, like just literally kill all of our heroes. And at the end of the movie. Um, Doctor Strange uses the time stone to reset time and say, okay, this is what we did wrong, and then we're going to do something right. And right. they cut the credits. Right. You know, I mean, that'd be kind of funny to this do. This is what we did last time. Now let's do it the right way. Yeah, you know, but no matter how many times we do it, we always lose, so we have to find a different answer. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like writing a script right now. It's yeah. ridiculous. But it's awesome. Um, <laughs> it's it's the best movie. It's the best movie. We're going to make it. <laughs> you find you. Fuck you. We know our stuff. <laughs> we're the best. We're the best around. <laughs> um, yeah, so like Thanos, this is this is the thing with Thanos. Okay, he's crazy. Um, he's thousands of years old. He wants to destroy half of all life in the universe. Yeah. Um, and he thinks the Infinity Gauntlet is the way to do it. Because uh-huh. it gives him that immediate power once he has all. Exactly, the it's a faster. Rather than go planet to planet. <laughs> The faster method of getting it done, mm-hmm. which I think is, and obviously it's good for the script. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, really good for the script. Draws out how long he's gonna be doing it. And they, and the thing is, the thing that I like about this particular universe is they did show the Celestials. Oh yeah. So you have the Deviant Link. You know, you've got the Celestials, um, mm-hmm. and you've got mutants. They've been spoken of, anyway. Um, the closest thing is the Inhumans. Exactly, is the Inhumans, which is apparently linked to it, you know? 
Well, Inhumans is definitely MCU, but uh, mutants, um, mutants are not confirmed yet. And Scarlet Witch is a is a mutation, but it's not like a. It wasn't human genome. It was it was mind stone manipulation created a a gene for her. Hmm. Like it like it fucked around with her DNA and gave her power. Same with Quicksilver. See, in the, in the comics, there's three tiers the Celestials. The, uh, three tiers of mutations, basically, right? Because mm-hmm. they mean to you know, manipulate um, beings, whatever. Uh, and the mutants are part of the like. There's there's three tiers. Okay, the powers uh, would manifest when triggered by a catalyst. It, 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 this is the first tier. Basically, is each individual um, will manifest their own powers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a trigger by a catalyst, like radiation or gamma rays or whatever. Um, the powers would vary depending on a number of factors. Uh, the second tier mut- mutation would be every member of the race would exhibit the exact same ability, like the Skrulls. Mm-hmm. So the Skrulls have also been manipulated or whatever. And the third stage is a total loss of identity. And this is the trick. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also, unfortunately, the tail end of all the Marvel Universe heroes and everything, if they decided to, to go that way. Yeah. No matter, you know, all these superheroes and stuff, future, you know, Marvel 2099, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, the third tier mutation um, is like a fail-save. Uh, basically, the people at, at that stage would be defined by what others around them believed them to be. Jesus so, Christ. So, you know, if a race appeared on a planet and that planet's population is in the third stage... If an alien race lands on that planet and thinks that these creatures floating around are angels, they're going to become angels. That's fucking Because crazy. that's how that works. And it's like a failsafe that Celestials put in to, to quell any sort of rebellion. So, so Celestials could arrive at a planet and go, you're what we tell you to be. You know, all we have to do is think it and you're going to be what we think. We tell you to, you know, basically what we think is what you're going to be. And it's a way of like making sure so if this race tries to destroy the embryo or the heart of the planet or whatever... Celestials can go, okay, you guys are all rocks. You can't move. That's <laughs> the whole population of the planet becomes stone and can't move. Yeah, That's but, insane. But they still exist. It's because the Celestials create these mutations as a form of antibodies to protect the planet while the egg at the center of the planet gestates or whatever. So, I mean, that the fact that they showed Celestials in this universe and the fact that Thanos is a deviant goes a long way toward them also making the next step and saying mutants exist scrolls exist you know and going down that line which I think would be great I would love for them to do like a scroll reveal in these movies you know what I mean Thanos kills somebody and instead of them being dead they revert they revert to mm-hmm. a scroll even if it's in the fucking background right even if it's just a human in the background that'd be so crazy. somebody dies and you see him on the street and people are like why is he green yeah. And then they cut away and they don't explain it. They don't touch it again. That'd be crazy. For like another movie. I would fucking love that so much. Just leave it. Just literally throw that shit out there and just let it sit. There's a lot of potential too with fun. Captain Marvel being surrounded around the Kree scroll war. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much potential with that. So the Thanos in this universe is a lot different than the one in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> I mean truth be told, he really only shares the name and the look. If you think about it. And a slight, there's a slight similarity in his desire to kill yeah. P- 
people. You His know. desire to kill is there, but the reason behind yeah, it is Yeah, everything different. else is completely different. It's, it's literally, it's, it's definitely an alternate universe version of the Thanos we know from Earth 616, which yeah. is the Marvel comic book universe. But will it be successful? And I mean, obviously the movie's oh, going to do good no matter what. Yeah, but the movie's going to be good because freaking all of our heroes are in it. Yeah. But will people care enough about Thanos to really give a shit about him as a character and as a driving force? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is is his um, motivations and uh, his storyline interesting enough to want people to have him back as the villain again in the right, next movie? Right. I mean, they're going to probably want it anyway, just because he's obviously if it's a, if the next movie is a part two, they want you know they yeah, want to cap they want that. the cohesiveness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm kind of just as a diehard fan of the comics and all that stuff. I have a feeling like I'm going to watch that movie and go, "It's not my Thanos." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's famous, but it's not my Thanos. Uh uh-uh. uh. I vote for him. Uh uh. I'll stand up at the theater and go, no, 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 uh uh, uh uh, bad, bad. You stop that. Oh, Chris Hemsworth, and I'll sit right back down again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shiny, shiny object. <laughs> yeah, right. So my wife keeps me under control. If I start getting too crazy, she's flashing the shiny thing at me, and I go, oh, lights, pretty. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but I'm seeing it Saturday. I'll have my verdict. You'll have your verdict. You're seeing it. I, I already know my verdict. It's the best movie I've ever seen. Oh, of course it will be. Absolutely. Until the next one comes out. Until the next one comes out. Because you know, and then after, of course, after this comes out, we've got Deadpool, then Solo, Solo and then what the hell comes after Deadpool and Solo? Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah. And then we gotta wait a long time for something else. That's but good. I mean. We're not going to have any money this year. No. No money's Money's forbidden. We're going to start a Patreon. Give us money to go see Give movies. Give us money <laughs> to see all these movies and talk about them. That'll be With awesome. very foul language. Oh, my God. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. We actually did have an email I did not tell you about. Um, we had an email from a friend, Jenna. Okay. Um, and Jenna has had actually brought up a subject. It's really simple. Okay. A really simple short email. Um, she said, uh, what do you think about reboots... Um, for the old Marvel, like, like how they did like TV series and stuff like that, like with Flash, how they rebooted the Flash and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Do you think like, like with Battlestar Galactica, they have they obviously rebooted. And it was m- enormously successful. Oh yeah, I mean that that series was amazing. Um, do you think they'll reboot like uh, these series that are going on right now if they fuck up, if they fail, yeah. like, you know, like. Do you think they'll reboot them and start again? But have like a whole new cast? Do you think they're going to flush it down the toilet? With shows specifically, yes. yeah, like the so Agents like, of Shield, totally shit like that, it. Arrow, and all of that. Yeah, do you think they'll try to reboot them? Because Marvel, well, they, they always try something, even if it's not a direct reboot. Like mm-hmm. you know, Smallville lived out all of its it live like long 10 days. Years. It lived out its long days. It was like forever. That but show. now they're going back anyway and doing more Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always going to be redone. They rebooted Superman a couple of times. Now, reboots after failure, not much is failing these days. I mean, Legends of Tomorrow, I could probably say, is like on its way out. It's not doing anywhere. I've never seen a single episode. Exactly. But it's not doing like what Supergirl, Flash, or Arrow can do. Yeah. Because Legends of Tomorrow characters are not anywhere near as interesting. We haven't really had any real like Marvel TV series, have we? Besides the Netflix stuff and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... Well, no. Now we're at a point where we do. We do. Just I think separated. that's what she's talking about. I think this is, I'm They're sorry, just all separated. So, I'm, Inhumans, total failure. Oh, that was horrible. Total failure. Well, you get nothing. 
You lose. Good day, sir. Yeah. But would they redo it? I think they would. I, I think they would. I think they would wait a long time to do it, but I think they would. And it would make Black Bolt a lot more important and a lot more badass. And uh, I, I haven't seen a single episode of that. I need to watch it, but I'm afraid they make, it's kind of pointless because they canceled it. You know, they kind of yeah. I mean, yeah, they, yeah it's definitely pointless because they're not doing a season two. I think if they reboot something like Agents of Shield in a couple of years or whatever. I mean, the thing is, is like we say that now, and they're still they're still in their current run. You know, but I think. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, it started off with, like, basic stuff, but it got more exciting as the years went on, and people have just loved it. I think reboots are fine, as long as they're done well, and they don't try to, like, bring back storylines from the original run. You know, like, Battlestar Galactica didn't have much of a choice in that matter. Oh, yeah, no, you, it was you're not messing with that. It was predetermined what they were going to do, but they switched mm-hmm. it up a bit. They had, they had silence that looked like people, mm-hmm. you know? That guy's Baltar would be crazy and imagine he's seeing a Cylon. You know, like, they had all sorts of really, really cool stuff going on with that. Right. But with these, the Marvel shows, like, they couldn't. I could see them rebooting Jessica Jones in, like, five years. I hope they I, don't. I could see them rebooting, like, Luke Cage, you know, but it, but it would depend on the don't. actor. The thing is, like, yeah, like, for us, like, we've seen that. Like this is this is that's that's who we think of as Jessica Jones. Yeah, that's who we think of as Luke, as Luke Cage. No, a younger crowd. Might but five not. years from now, they yeah. don't give a shit. No, yeah. they'll be like, those people suck. Look at this new Luke Cage. He's cool. But see, that's the thing. I think they could totally, um, like with some of them at least, redo them and not even make it a show anymore. You could bring Luke Cage into the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh, yeah. as Power Man that's easily. True. Easily, that actor goes in. Mm. He's just as old as all the other actors. That's true. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Luke Cage is so prominent. Well, I liked how they kept the universes cohesive to get like they're together somewhat. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. but then, <laughs> they're, they're the together, events, but not enough. But the events that happened in the in the Marvel they do have cinematic universe that. are the same ones that happened in the Netflix Marvel shows. DC didn't do that shit. No. They were uh, like, Flash is not existent in, in our world yet. Yeah. And once we do bring him in, he's going to be totally different. Those Green stuff. Arrow does not exist. Yeah. Supergirl does not exist. No, stupid stuff. No one exists. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't like money. We don't like to be successful. We're DC Comics. Um, we're, I should say we're Warner Brothers. We yeah, we're, like we're Warner Brothers. We, poor we DC like just wants show. to be successful, and Warner Brothers is like, hey, look what we can do. We got money. Um, you could do this this time. Okay. Uh, I'm, I really don't like Warner Brothers. But no, I think reboots are okay. I mean, you know, I think reboots are fine as long as they're done well. And you can't, it's not like something like Star Trek, where you can't, like, you couldn't reboot. They rebooted Kirk and them, and that did not work out too well. Mm-hmm. The first movie was kind of funny and interesting, and I think it was neat to see. But by the, the third of the new Star Trek movies, you were just over it. You know, Spock and Uhura banging and. Um, Mm-hmm. It just it throws it throws you off. It's just not right. They didn't do it quite right. You know that reboot I think failed. They they don't. You can't reboot Star Trek: The Next Generation and have it have a different Captain Picard. Have, can't have a different. You know you can't reboot the original Star Trek as a TV series and have a different Spock and expect it to be successful. It just didn't. It didn't work out. Yeah. You know you can't. There's certain certain platforms I think. Work okay in the in the movie universe. Maybe you can get away with stuff like that occasional, like with the Star Trek stuff. It was they were mildly successful. I'm sure they made money, but as a fan, I was just like, eh, it's eh. well you with know. notable reboots um, of any kind. I mean, Daredevil was a very successful reboot, considering the movie that was that's, before it. That's very true. Very oh, successful. I never saw Punisher. The movie. 
very successful yes. reboot. Yes, John yes. Bernthal was the best of any of the Punishers we've gotten before. Did that get canceled? No. No, they finished out their season just not that long ago. Oh, see, that's what I paid. I don't pay attention. Yeah. I can really only pay though. attention a it's couple really good, though. But, like, they'll never reboot, like, Walking Dead. Carl. Carl! 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 Carl. 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 Oh, never. Absolutely not. Because, they, because you know, um, they put so much money into it, there'd be no point. They can just run it. They can re-release it. They could do it, it as, it, it like, syndication and be I fine. mean, wait a good ten years so people don't give a shit how long something is, and they'll do, like, an 18-hour movie. But, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? That's like, true. I mean, shit. We when movies started, they were like five minute black and whites with no sound. So we're to, yeah, right. I mean, now we're up to three hours and shit. Oh, God, like, I, I would do it, dude. I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch a three hour long Marvel movie. Oh yeah, I'd bring an empty two liter. Well, they're, saying, they're <laughs> saying that they're saying that Avengers Four is looking to be three hours minimum because there's so fucking much. Well, yeah, we look at the Lord of the Rings movies. I mean, oh, those, yeah. those could have still like all of them were. I've like got three the hours. I know. Well, I've got the four-hour long versions, and they're great. Like you watch those, and they're amazing. And then you watch the three-hour versions, you're like, "Well, I missed so much." You know, right. like so it, much. Is it's not so here. they cut out so much shit that was amazing. Why would you cut that out? You know, I mean, but you got to cut somewhere. I mean, there are certain limits. Yeah. You know. Well, there's a, yeah, there's attention span for a lot of casual fans is just not there. That's true. That's true. But, you know, reboots, yeah. I could see that. I could see them doing reboots yeah. and stuff. And I have no problem with them as long as they're done right. If they're done well, I'm fine you know. with it. And, like, it, like, reboots, I guess you wouldn't really count, like, Discovery as a reboot. Star Trek Discovery is supposed to be a whole I don't know if I count it as a reboot. It's more like, it's just another, it's just, yeah, it's, it's not reboot because it's new. It's, uh, well, they ended it's, up it's an entirely new story. It's an entirely new concept. Um, but it's within the same universe, and that's the weird thing too. They, I mean, they ended off the last season showing the Enterprise under Captain um, Pike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of homage to previous um, and, uh, it'll shows. Be, well, it'll be interesting to see how they play that out in the next season because you can't have the Enterprise show up with Spock on board. Oh, it's not going to be an. It's not going to be an. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a kind of thing where the Enterprise shows up and it's there for the full second season. No. I think it's going to be a, it shows up. They have the first episode be with a mission with the team, mm-hmm. and that be it. And then they spend the rest of the season going off on their own adventures. Because that's really all you really want to do with it. You, you don't want to drag that out too much. I mean, the I look mean, of the ship is going to be a little different anyway because modern technology and all that. But yeah. I mean, that it's being mostly s- accurate, though. It does look pretty great. There's some weird shit. There. There's some kibble they put on there. It doesn't make any sense it at all. It looks pretty great. Yeah, I mean, it looked nice. But, you know, the Constitution class, I mean, the, the ships from that era looked that way because it was the 1960s. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, that's just how they fucking look. And right. you don't touch that shit. You don't need to. You don't update it with modern technology. That's You just don't do it. But that's not by choice, though. Well, the, the new ones, they are. No, you know. but that's not by choice. If your modern technology can't even recreate that shit accurately, it's just like Yoda in Last Jedi. Well, no, no, you no. can't get that. I'm talking that about. Old I'm not school. talking about not changing the color gray on the freaking. Well, I mean, know. like even shape. Like if you can't recreate the can't funkiness re- of the '60s they, graphics, they did it like, in DS9 for a freaking episode. The Trouble with Tribbles. They did that. That episode had the, they did a CGI version of the Constitution Class Enterprise. DS9. And it looked beautiful. How long was DS9? How long ago was it? Dude? Oh, God, I don't know. Ten years now? Jesus. I mean, it was, it was it was a while ago, and that turned out fine. No, they can do it. They're just choosing to have their own interpretation of the way they, they thought the ships should have looked. And that, I think, is bullshit. 
you know, you make the Constitution class look like a goddamn 1960s Constitution class, and you leave it at that. Um, like, yeah, but shit's always changed with Star Trek. Yeah, but you don't go back and you don't like the go fucking, back and change the look of all the original ships just I because mean, you think it looks cooler. Yeah, but you got like you know, fucking fifty years now of the Klingons changing appearance, like consistently, like every show the Klingons changed. Well, no, the original series they were like just they were like humanoids. Well, like, they were hairy, dark skinned humans, and, and now then, they're looking like total aliens. Well, they explained that away too. They retconned all that, and that's uh, but like retconning like is kind of what. Discovery does, though, you know? It's kind of like, you know, this is how it was, but the retcon we're doing here is to show that technology is better because we're in the future. It's not just a fucking TV. There you go. I'm showing him a... For those who can't see, I'm showing him a uh, an image that they did of uh, from the DS9 episode, mm-hmm. The Trouble with Tribbles, um, of the Enterprise. That's what it looked like. They it just re- had lights on it. Well, no, but this isn't. The, this is all CGI, and this is the thing. That's not. Tri- all I'm CGI. sorry, not trouble with tribbles. It's trials and tribulations. That's all <laughs> CGI. That's 100 yeah. percent all CGI. Um, but then in Discovery, you just had the lights on it, and it was swooping through. But it looked different, and this is, and that's the weird thing. Um, like they added some kibble under the back. They added lights where there weren't lights before. And like little things looked a little bit like the the in the cells. They should they it wasn't slate gray, you know. I mean I realize this is supposed to take place whatever. This is like Oh, this is before fucking Kirk. This, this is, is ten like years the, before Kirk or yeah. whatever. But you know, the I mean outside of, even if they threw a coat of paint on the damn thing, um I mean, it's still if gonna you look got, different. If you got like however many years in between it, it's gonna look different. Like the new Millennium Falcon, no one's really complaining that it looks sleek and clean. Because it's it's early Millennium Falcon. I mean, it's like fresh out the fucking box, and it and it has a front end that doesn't look like a magnet. That's true. For and now, he'll change it. He'll change. I think we're gonna see that real early in the movie. I think uh, the whole split of the the point is gonna be like he's gonna probably have one mission with the Falcon, and then that split's gonna happen, whether it's by choice or not. Hmm. I think it could be funny as like if as an accident, it breaks off and he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> it could be that he trashes the Falcon and then you know wins it by cheating. You know? Oh yeah, that, I'm sure that's how he they, wins it. Yeah, if if he doesn't win by cheating, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know, Sabak, Sabak he had those Sabak cards that could change. You could hit a button, they would shuffle and change face. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like this little tiny button hidden on the cards. You hit the button and it would change the the card number. But, uh, we're going That'd on. be really freaking cool, though. I, I can't wait. It's a whole other thing. So, uh, so, bro. so that's our that's our take on Thanos. It, we uh, definitely rambled a lot, but we you know, always ramble. Basically, he's crazy. He's not your father's Thanos. Um, <laughs> he's not my Thanos. We'll see. We'll see the movie. I might change my opinion on it. I might come to love this guy. But right now, I'm just going to say that I think he's uh, he's Thanos in in name. And and looking, that's pretty much about not it. Not in spirit, definitely not in spirit. But they had to do that. They had to do that for this particular universe. They cannot make a movie and have an extra twenty minutes introducing Lady Death. Yeah, you know, and just like, then you got to explain like the you know oh, there's a whole other the elders of the universe yeah. and you know all this stuff. You know, so 
be a, it would actually be kind of a snoozer for a lot of people if you got to explain all. I mean, I'd watch it. Oh yeah, we definitely get a kick out. Oh, of it. Oh, you kidding me? I'm turgid just thinking about it. But <laughs> <laughs> what that be about? All right. Um, feel free to follow us. We're on the Twitter. Send more emails. Uh, send more emails. Emails are cool. Twitter is uh, at dfampodcast. We're on Instagram, and we are on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Um, feel free to comment on our our shit. I try not to look at the comments because they get a little crazy, and uh, I, it just makes me sick sometimes to my heart. So sick to my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you people say. Uh, but send us emails. Emails are always fun. Thank you, Jennifer, for sending an email in, um, and we will see you next time. Yeah. Peace. Peace.